Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. I'm about to read Psalm 26, and I just have a couple of remarks before I open with this uh, this psalm. It's basically a prayer for vindication. And by that, I mean David is, it's a Davidic psalm, and David is asking the Lord to prove him right. And prove him right for what? Prove him right for the fact that he's put his trust in Yahweh. And so it's a an, an interesting short psalm, but this concept of um, asking the Lord to validate his choices, to vindicate him before the, the world and before the demons and whatever created beings are out there is kind of fascinating to me. So I'm going to read now Psalm 26 from the New International Version. Of David, Vindicate me, Lord, for I have led a blameless life. I have trusted in the Lord and have not faltered. Test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. For I have always been mindful of your unfailing love and have lived in reliance on your faithfulness. I do not sit with the deceitful, nor do I associate with hypocrites. I abhor the assembly of evildoers and refuse to sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence and go about your altar, Lord, proclaiming aloud your praise and telling of all of your wondrous deeds. Lord, I love the house where you live, the place where your glory dwells. Do not take away my soul along with sinners, my life with those who are bloodthirsty, in whose hands are wicked schemes, whose right hands are full of bribes. I lead a blameless life. Deliver me and be merciful to me. My feet stand on level ground. In the great congregation, I will praise the Lord. And so I I read that, uh, of course, in the New International Version. And when I conclude my remarks, I want to read um, from another version. But first, David opens the gate with this um, plea or prayer for vindication. He says, vindicate me, Lord. Why? Because I've led a blameless life and I've trusted in the Lord and I've not faltered. So David is um, saying, uh, basically, Lord, I've done what you wished, done what you wanted. And uh, Lord, I ask you to, to show others that I've made the right choices. Now, clearly, David wrote these words while he was in some type of distress from outside sources. He had plenty of um, uh, outside adversaries in the course of his life. But in this psalm, David presents the fact that uh, his life should be contrasted with the lives of wicked people. And he asks for the Lord, when he's making that contrast, to consider him uh, righteous, that um, compared with others who have rejected the Lord, David has chosen the Lord. And so he's asking the Lord for this opportunity to um, essentially present his case and and tell the Lord to examine him. So verse 2, he says, test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. For I have always been mindful of your unfailing love and have lived in reliance on your faithfulness. Now, friends, how many of us could say that? How many of us could say to the living God, go ahead and check me out, Lord. 
I've always been mindful of your love, and I've always tried to live in reliance on your faithfulness. It's a, a powerful decree of David's love for God and David's pursuit of God. David um, often speaks of not wanting to associate with sinners, and he has several things to say here along those lines. Verse 4, I do not sit with the deceitful, nor do I associate with hypocrites. I abhor the assembly of evildoers, and I refuse to sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence, and go about your altar, Lord, proclaiming aloud your praise and telling of all your wonderful deeds. And so David um, is not endorsing sinners or sinful behavior. He's endorsing uh, the godly and godly behavior. He makes a, a loving reference to the Lord and the Lord's dwelling place. He says, Lord, I love the house where you live, the place where your glory dwells. He may have been referring to the the tabernacle of Moses. He may have been referring to the tabernacle of David. He may have been referring to the Lord's house in eternity, the real dwelling place of the Lord that is beyond our, our present realm. But whatever he was referring to, he was talking about he wanted to be near the Lord. He wanted to observe the Lord in his own setting, and he wanted to be in close proximity to the Lord he served. He asked the Lord not to group him with sinners, but to to remember him as being other. He says, don't take away my soul along with sinners, my life with those who are bloodthirsty, in whose hands are wicked schemes, whose right hands are full of bribes. And so once again, he's contrasting himself and his behavior to those who are wicked and the behavior of the wicked. He says, I lead a blameless life. Deliver me and be merciful to me. Once again, how many of us could say that with David? I lead a blameless life. Finally, he closes with praise and thankfulness. He says, my feet stand on level ground in the great congregation, and I will praise the Lord. Now, it was excellent in the version I just read it, but I want to read another version. This is from the, uh, the Passion Translation, and I want you to meditate on these words as I, I read them through from the Passion. Psalm 26, you be my judge and declare me innocent. Clear my name, for I have tried my best to keep your laws and to trust you without wavering. Lord, you can scrutinize me. Refine my heart and probe my every thought. Put me to the test and you'll find that it's true. I will never lose sight of your love for me. Your faithfulness has steadied my steps. I won't keep company with tricky, two-faced men, nor will I go the way of those who defraud with hidden motives. I despise the sinner's hangouts. I refuse to even enter them. You won't find me walking among the wicked. When I come before you, I'll come clean, approaching your altar with songs of thanksgiving singing the songs of your mighty miracles. Lord, I love your home, this place of dazzling glory, bathed in the splendor and light of your presence. Don't treat me as one of these scheming sinners who plot violence against the innocent. Look how they devise their wicked plans, holding the innocent hostage for ransom. I'm not like them, Lord, not at all. 
Save me, redeem me with your mercy, for I have chosen to walk only in what is right. I will proclaim it publicly in every congregation, and because of you, Lord, I will take my stand on righteousness alone. So, Heavenly Father, we bless you and we bless your holy name along with King David. And Lord, we too decree that you are our judge. And we ask you, Lord, that you would declare us innocent by virtue not only of our own lives, but more particularly by virtue of the sinless life of our Lord Jesus. Lord, we have tried to keep your ways, and we do trust in you without wavering. But Lord, we ask for more grace, more grace to obey, more grace to conform our lives to the patterns of your life. Lord, do put us to the test as you see fit. But ultimately, Lord, we ask that you would guide us in the ways of righteousness. And when we come before you, Lord, may we come with open hearts, approaching your altar with thanksgiving and praise, absolutely, but also with confession and repentance and honesty in the presence of a holy God. Lord, may we proclaim your name in every congregation and among every group that we gather with. May we be found standing on your righteousness and walking in your ways. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.